We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. Welcome into the Thursday edition of the Pack a Day podcast, friends. I am your host today, Paul Brettel. Joined as always by Mark Eckel. Jason Perone will not be with us this week. However, we're looking forward to having him back a week from now. But Mark and I are here to talk about the Green Bay Packers 28th overall selection interior defensive lineman, Devontae Wyatt from Georgia. We have plenty to discuss in regards to Wyatt. But before we do, Mark, how is the weather in Myrtle Beach treating you? Oh, it's been beautiful. Beautiful all, all week. Um, high 70s, touching 80. Um, no rain, uh, which is, we, we broke that streak last week of raining every Thursday. So, uh, no, it's been perfect. Um, May's here and May means it's summertime now near here at the beach. So it's, it's good. All, all's good. Awesome. And I don't want to get cocky here up in green Bay, but, um, I think, I think, uh, spring's here. It's been, Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) <laughs> the weather looking ahead is 60s and sunny and we've had very few days of that so far so happy to have that and we also got a report from alex in poland all the way across the pond said weather is absolutely lovely here in poland low to high 60s during the day sunny everything turning green sounds similar here to green bay and on top of that alex is a big fan of goody's selections and he also adds i guess i'm finally ready to let or let go of that playoff debacle and start looking ahead to a bright future. Alex, I 100% agree. We cannot dwell on the past. We can only look forward to what's in front of us, and I think many of us are excited about how this draft played out. Uh, so now we'll transition to well, that. Wait, well, Jason's not here to give the weather in Arizona, but I'll sub for him. <laughs> yeah. It's really hot. Yeah, exactly, and sunny, yes. It's about 100 and hot and sunny. All that. <laughs> awesome. All right, so Mark, let's rewind. Okay. It is Thursday evening, a week ago. A week ago. Uh, Packers are on the clock. Pick comes in. They select defensive lineman Devontae Wyatt from Georgia. What were your initial thoughts when you saw that's who they were selecting? I liked it. I liked it a lot. That's, um, I was surprised at or, or six picks earlier when, when they took Quay Walker. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know who I wanted there, but. Um, not that I, and I like the Walker, the more I dove into Walker, I'm like, okay, this is okay. I like this. This is good. But I just, you know, again, we all have these 
stereotypes of what we think they're going to do. Yeah, and, I was way wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, we're either yeah because walk inside linebacker was something you didn't. He doesn't do that, no. right? So, and then no, especially especially in an off season where they gave Campbell five years, fifty million on top right. of it. I thought there was no chance. Well, that did follow up to your thing about. Yes, that's true. And drafting. That's true. Um, but so I did, but then at so now 28 comes and I don't know who I was thinking. Um I don't remember what I don't probably one of the safeties. I was probably thinking they were gonna go with either Lewis Seen or uh Dax Hill. They were both still there, right? Yeah. And yep. um but then they said, you know, when they said wide, I went, Oh, okay. That's 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 a good pick. I had him going higher. I didn't, I mean, in my mock, I believe I had him going maybe to the Cardinals at 23 or he wasn't there at 28. I know that. Um, and he's a good, I mean, you know, it's how many times have we heard fans say to us or, or tweet to us or whatever, when are they going to get Kenny Clark some help? When are they going to get mm-hmm. Kenny Clark some help? Well, they got Kenny Clark some help. This guy's pretty good. Um, you know what? You know what we what we did find out, and I, I wrote this for tomorrow or for later to today Thursday it'll be up. What we do know about the Packers picking now, because we could forget about age now, right? We could forget about <laughs> yeah. certain positions, but he takes winners. Mm-hmm. Yes, he took two national champions, three. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. when his first three picks all won national titles last year, mm-hmm. you know, and then even after that, I mean, not the seventh round because. By then, you're just kind of picking the best players around. But um, he takes guys from winning programs. You know, last year it was Clemson and and Georgia and Ohio Ohio State. State. Um, This year, Georgia, North Dakota State, which on their level is they're a dynasty. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, UCLA had a a pretty good year last Mm -hmm. year. They're, they're, They're kind of coming back. Nevada went to a bowl game. I mean, on their level, they were good. Wake Forest had a great year for Wake Forest. They they went to the ACC title game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, yeah, he's and but especially first round, he's going to take a power, a good power five, a, a guy from a good power five school. And that's what he and that's what he did again twice. Yeah, that's definitely the uh, newer, you know, or been more prevalent these last couple of years. And I think even before the draft started. He was asked about that and like his media availability. And he said, Goody said something along the lines of those, you know, those guys are just, you know, more prepared. And I'm paraphrasing, but, you know, coming from those big programs, playing in those systems, going up against that talent, being in those high leverage situation yeah. games, you know, it can, that can all help. And what is a very difficult transition from college to NFL can help help that a little bit, especially when you're joining a team like the Packers who have Super Bowl aspirations what? so my i was gonna say my initial thoughts i was surprised uh like i said if you listen to us regularly you know that i dive in to try to try to hone in on what goody's gonna do and the more years that he has under his belt where you think it'd be you know it could gauge a little better it's actually getting more difficult because he keeps throwing us off his trail but since 2009 uh every packers first round pick has been 22 or younger since 2015 eric stokes was the only first round pick who was 22 so everyone in between then was 21 Devontae Wyatt's 24 for reference and I still can't believe this Kenny Clark's 26 and Kenny Clark's been around forever (laughs) so from that 
that reasoning, and again, that's a very small part of this. Um, I was I was a little surprised, not as much as the Quay Walker pick, but in terms of what Wyatt can do, his skill set, the need at the interior defensive line position, it, it made perfect sense. You know, I've talked about it on here before that when you have that presence in the middle, along with Kenny Clark, the entire defense benefits. That's the linebackers' safeties are kept clean. It might be fewer double teams for the edge rushers to contend with. Kenny Clark, Joe Barry has the freedom to move him around more for those one-on-one opportunities. And the best way to absolutely just destroy a play is quick pressure up the middle. And Devontae Wyatt with that first step of his, um, that's oftentimes how he gains his his advantage. And he's someone who can do that. Uh, so, Mark, I know you wrote an article over at Packer Report where you got a scout's perspective on each of their selections. Yeah, so what, right. did, what did your scout have to say about Here's Here's, I'll read it right off my story. It's, he's smart. He plays hard. He's athletic. He's very good against a run, and he'll become a good pass rusher. I liked him better than Jordan Davis. That's Jordan Davis, of course, was his teammate at Georgia, who went number 13 overall. He said, I'm not sure how he lasted until pick 28. So then my guy liked him pretty much as well. Um, you know, we, we talked about defensive line uh, with Jason. Was it last week or the week before? Didn't we do Two weeks ago. We, we did the defensive line, and we talked about Wyatt. I, and I had Wyatt very highly ranked. Uh, we just didn't think – first, I didn't think he'd be there. Well, we were all hoping wide receiver at 22. Mm-hmm. I didn't – and I didn't – I no way thought he'd be there at 28. I wasn't sure he'd be there at 22, to be honest. I mean, I thought he – that's where I thought he would go, right in that area somewhere um no i like that that's a good i think i think why it's very it's probably of all of the might be my favorite pick i'm gonna say it is it's, yeah, it's, it's my favorite pick he was he was my favorite pick so i did like my post draft superlatives and one of them oh, yeah, was yeah. who's your favorite pick and i picked wyatt for all the reasons i just mentioned because when you have that presence in the middle the entire defense can benefit from it um and when the Packers defense, even before the draft on paper, looked pretty darn good. But in the first round, if you had to pick out two weaknesses on that defense, they went and took care of them. Linebacker yeah. two and and adding to their defensive rotation. Uh, I mean, there aren't really any holes on this defense in terms of the starters. I mean, is that right, Mark? No, They're, I agree. Yeah, I mean, you can look at cornerback or safety and go to depth, but that's I mean, true for I mean, most teams. On, and they're yeah. not done. They're not done. I mean – um, I think Andy pointed out on Twitter today that, you know, at this time last year, there were a bunch of guys that weren't on the Packers that mm-hmm. made big contributions during the, during the course of the season. Uh, Rousel Douglas, even uh, Dennis Kelly. So they they could still add a veteran defensive back. And I think they may. Uh, depends who comes free. Um, but, I mean, yeah. I mean, here's the thing, too. With the two lot with Walker and and we're, and we're getting away from from Wyatt now for, for for a second, but with Walker and Campbell at linebacker, they're not going to have to go as deep. On and I don't think you know like those two are going to stay on the field a lot. So yes, I think you'll see more five defensive backs instead of six. Mm-hmm. I agree. At, at, at Henry Black role doesn't really exist anymore, mm-hmm. and neither does Henry Black. So <laughs> let me get let me get back to something you're talk, talking about the age and how the Packers don't they always draft young guys and. That that's become a relatively new. I've covered. I mean, I've, I've, this is God. I don't even know how many drafts it's been. Eighty-five was the first one, so um, it's a long time ago. It's relatively new where people 
started being concerned about how old a player is mm-hmm. coming out. I guess okay. maybe way back when they were all they probably were all the same age, so it didn't matter. It wasn't <laughs> right. like this now. But my ta- I have I have a different take on that. And I understand, I guess, you want a younger guy because he'll play longer, right? I mean, mm-hmm. if you get the 21-year-old versus a 24-year-old, and if, if all things are equal, he'll play three more years, right? If they both retire at the same age. But in this day and age where you don't know what's going to happen after after his contract's up anyway, right? wouldn't a 24-year-old be more ready to help you today? That's a good point. Like, I think Wyatt at 24 can come in and start and be a, make a, more of an impact than if they had drafted a 21-year-old defensive lineman. I don't even know who was a 21-year-old old defensive mm-hmm. lineman if there was one. Um, I also thought, getting back to Wyatt again, we all thought the Packers were going to take a defensive lineman, right? Yep, somewhere. absolutely. I mean, early somewhere with one of the one of their top four picks, or at the latest third round, right? And I know people like Thomas Jones from UConn, and some other people liked um, Neil, uh, Neil from A and M, which I didn't want any part of anybody from A and M. Um, and there was a couple others that were that were being tossed around. Mm-hmm. I thought Wyatt was so much. I, I thought there was a. a big drop off mm-hmm. from the you know Wyatt or I'm trying to think who who was like who was like well Jordan Davis who I don't know that I don't think he would have fit the Packers to be honest. Because mm-hmm. he's just he's more or less a nose tackle. So I think Wyatt if if they if they were going to take a defensive tackle, this was the best one for, for them to take. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, I I'd certainly agree with that because, like you said, he's someone who can make a big impact right away. Like he's a three-down player, running running yep. plays, passing plays. And he and fits when the three-four well too, I think. What was that? I think he fits a three-four scheme rather well. Yep. Yep. And when we talk about uh, the the like a linebacker, they'll be able to stay more in that you know traditional two linebackers when they're in their base nickel. You know, look at the defensive front, a defensive duo in the middle of Kenny Clark and Devontae Wyatt. Yeah. That's that's some athletic big men that those offensive linemen are going to have to contend with on top of Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith as well. 
And the run defense for this Green Bay Packers team is, again, one area where they can improve. And I said, I know I had written it previously this offseason, that because the Packers typically play under Joe Barry with lighter boxes, or that's what they did last year, um, they may never be a truly dominant run defense unit just because there's less players there. But they certainly, with the addition of Wyatt and Walker, because I think Walker can really make an impact against oh, yeah. the run. He was such a reliable tackler. Uh, and uh, Matt, called, I think, believe called him a clone of Devondre Campbell. Um, so that's always a good thing to get a clone of an all pro, but I think that run defense can, uh, really improve this season. And when you have that secondary, if this run defense is difficult to move yeah. the ball on, I mean, that's a thing. Like if, if this defense reaches its potential, like they're going to be so, so good. No, you're right. I mean, the defensive line now, which was always kind of a weakness. It's pretty, it's, it's, it's good. And it's kind of deep now too, because you have, <laughs> Clark and Wyatt, obviously. Clark's – I think you know how I feel about Kenny Clark. Yes. He's the best player in the team. Should be – I mean, most underrated player in the league. I mean, I, I think the world of Kenny Clark. Now you have a first-round pick who I think is going to be pretty good and Wyatt. You still got Dean Lowry coming mm-hmm. off maybe his best season. Mm-hmm. I agree you with signed that. the kid Reed from um, Kansas City, who's a, not bad at all, and he'll rotate in. And you still got, and you got TJ Slayton, who they, I think they expect to take a pretty good jump from his rookie year to his second year. That's five pretty good. That's, that's five pieces there that, that they can. And the best part about it is, from from getting back to Kenny Clark and what Wyatt can can do, Clark plays too many snaps. Yes. Over the course of it, I mean, you don't want him out there, you know, 75, 85 per, per, percent of the defensive snaps because what do you think? gets on some games here he can get you can you can give him a couple breathers not feel like oh my god we're going to fall apart because and that's that's what would happen the series that kenny would take a take a few steps <laughs> off boom 15 yard run 12 yard run this and you know so now i think they can feel a little comfortable giving kenny some some rest which, could, which will only make him better both at the end of the game and at the end of the season if he doesn't have all that wear and tear on him through 16 games you know by week 17 freshman in the playoffs he's a lot fresher so this is good that the Wyatt pick's going to help Kenny Clark a lot I think yeah absolutely and uh question for you so this this is just on defense in general but so it's year two of the Joe Barry defense we saw again maybe not exactly apples to apples here but year one of the floor to year two the offense took a massive jump. Just in addition to the players that are on this defense, do you think that just another year in the system, that familiarity, knowing your responsibilities, can that can that in itself, you know, take take this group to another level? Oh, or is sure. that not exactly the best comparison? No, no, that, that's a good comparison. I mean, it's offense in different sides right. of the ball, but no, still, it always takes. That's why, like new coaches. Um, when a new coach comes in and they change everything, that team usually struggles early on and it takes mm-hmm. time um, to learn a different system on both sides of the ball. So I think you saw it last year, like the Packer, the, the, to me, the best defensive game the Packers played all year was the playoff game. Now they lost, but it certainly wasn't the defense's mm-hmm. fault. They lost no. defense held them to six points and three of the six came after a long kick return. So, you know, the, the defense played played a fantastic game. Um, 
and that and they were also that was the first time they were kind of healthy on defense last year and and they all you know so no i think this defense i think they like barry's defense i think the players actually mm-hmm. like playing in it so that's a that's a plus and now they have they have players on all three levels they have good players on the line now we just went over that they have the linebackers are very good now and the secondary the starters at least are are top of the line so yeah there's if they all stay healthy this defense could be a top five defense if not even if not top three defense i don't know i'd have to go mm-hmm. through all the defenses but they, i mean they, they they have guys that can get to the quarterback now they got some run stoppers they have excellent corners that, and big play corners and good safeties so it's it's a good defense yeah it certainly is and i know that I believe it was both Dean Lowry and Kenny Clark last season uh, complimented Barry's system because of, or what the parts that they really liked about it was the flexibility that it afforded them because they had more freedom to move around that defensive mm-hmm. front to look for those one-on-one matchups. And it's, it's not a coincidence that when that ability is there or the, the ability to move around more is greater than what has, what it has been in the past that, Kenny Clark had one of his most productive seasons as yeah. as a pass rusher. Dean Lowry as well. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, so that I think Reed, I think I think you know Reed, Reed had five or six gets like five six sacks a year too. Mm-hmm. And that's not a bad addition. Um, but again, taking the defensive lineman, and I think we said this two weeks ago when we talked about the defensive line was all right. Kenny Clark is signed, thank God. He's he's going to be a Packer mm-hmm. for a while. But Lowry's in the last year of his deal. Mm-hmm. And Reed was on is on a one year deal. Yep. So now there's no pressure really. You know they re-sign him great, but they don't have to going forward. You still have Clark, Wyatt, and Slayton. Yep. And then who knows what else? I mean, they did draft uh, Ford from Miami in the seventh round. I don't know. We'll see what is. I'm kind of thinking he starts. He spends his rookie year on the practice squad and mm-hmm. they try to de- de- develop him. But but now the days of bringing in these guys off the street. Like they did, like the Abdullah, whatever his name was last year from the guy from the Bears, and yep, you know, Snacks Harrison on a, who was on his last legs, and just trying to find guys. Well, they found them. Their defensive line is Wyatt and Clark and Lowry and Slate, and they're they're going to be okay up front. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I imagine it's safe to say Tyler Lancaster played what three hundred snaps last season. Oh yeah, you know, in that ballpark. Say he sure. was on the team still. It was the exact same defensive front plus Tyler Lancaster. He's not. He's not a part of that five man rotation, is he? He's probably not dressing for games. Right. Right. He's inactive. Oh, that's another guy, and he'll be inactive. But it's a, a good. It's a, a young player who they kind of like a little bit. Is that uh, Heflin? Heflin? Yep. You know, I think he'll. As a, if, if if they keep six, I think he's your six. Right. As of that, or maybe mm-hmm. well, probably him or Ford. Yep. Um, but a quick story, getting back to, we we're talking about, uh, taking guys that, that win and know what it's like to win guys from Georgia and Clemson, whatever, um, going way back. I remember when I was covering the Eagles, um, it was 1988. You weren't born yet, right? Not yet. <laughs> 1988. The Eagles had, the Eagles had, had been bad for, for years. 87, they, that was a strike year and they looked a little better, but they didn't make the playoffs. Uh, they they draft Keith Jackson out of Oklahoma in the first round, a tight end who later became a Packer and helped yeah. Packers win the Super Bowl. And he's it's his first game, and the, the Eagles go down to Tampa, and they and they blow Tampa out, forty one fourteen final score. 
and everybody's the Eagle players. Everybody's excited, right? We're shocked. Like, wow, maybe this team is going to be, be, be pretty good. And I always got along pretty, pretty well with Keith Jackson. And so everybody's going around everybody's, and I'm talking to Keith and he's like, what's, why is everybody so acting like, like we won the Super Bowl?" And I'm like, oh, you know, this team scored 41 points today, Keith. That's, you know, and they won by 20s. This doesn't happen around here too often. And he looks at me and says, happened all the time at Oklahoma. He says, I was a little disappointed we didn't get 50. <laughs> I'll never Talk forget about, that quote. So, Talking you know, about recalibrating your expectations. Yeah, I mean, there's a guy that was used to, you know, he's coming from Oklahoma where winning 41-14 is like, that's that's what we do. I mean, why, why is everybody – you know, I had explained to him that eh, it doesn't happen here a whole lot. This is a good, the 41 14 is not, you know. And the Eagles did go on to win the NFC East that year and make the playoffs for the first time in eight years, I believe. We know that the NFL, or at least it's called the copycat league, you know, when something starts working, other teams will adapt it. Do you think there's anything behind Green Bay being eliminated the last two years by Tampa Bay with their front seven? the 49ers with their front seven. And now we look at what green Bay is trying to build uh, here, yes. especially with their first round picks, anything to that you think, or just uh, just a funny coincidence. It's not, a, <laughs> it's not a funny coincidence. I don't know if they're copying, but right. Again, I think if a receiver fell, mm-hmm. I agree. If there wasn't a run on, you know, they started early when Atlanta, when Atlanta took Drake London, I was like, uh-oh, mm-hmm. that's he's going at eight. Because you knew certain teams were taking a receiver one yeah. way or another. Um, Atlanta, I wasn't sure what they were going to do. When they took a receiver, I was like, okay. And then Because I, I was pretty sure the Jets were taking one. So now two are gone. And then Detroit trades up and takes away. And I'm like, they're going to be gone. If they don't move up, they're going to be gone. And they were. So, well, I think when the receivers were gone, I think the, the guys in the draft. And listen, one thing about the Packers. They that pick is in before like the other like the other guy's still on stage. Like yeah. the pick before was still up there shaking hands with Roger and and waving to his mom and the audience and stuff. And the pick is in. It's not like they don't waste a, a ten seconds. So they must have they have their board and they just mm-hmm. kind of the top of the board is who they're taking. Mm-hmm. And they want it. Like I said, when the receivers were gone, they weren't going to. They weren't reaching for the next best receiver. They weren't reaching for a tight end. They weren't reaching for – they were taking – they said, okay, let's make this defense really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so let's look ahead. Let's project a little bit to Wyatt in his rookie season here, um, just kind of what role we see him playing. Uh, so in, I think I've talked about it here before. Typically in the past – and rookies for the Green Bay Packers, early round picks, they can certainly end up playing big roles. Jair did. uh, Elton Jenkins did. Yes. But for the most part, Green Bay tends to lean towards the veteran side of things, at least early on. Now, a guy like Savage, he was the week one starter from week one. He was ready. But for the most part, that's actually kind of rare here in Green Bay, at least over the last few years. So do we expect Wyatt right away to be Clark's Number two, and obviously interior defensive line is a little different just because it's so heavily rotated. There's going to be plenty of snaps to go around for those five guys. Um, but I guess, do you see him being situational, uh, you know, pass rusher, run defender early on? Is he going to um, be a three down guy right away? Or I guess, well, I think when they cuts? go, when they're in three, when it's three, four, yep, 
he'll be out there. Mm-hmm. I think he'll definitely be the third. Now, will he be ahead of Lowry when they if they only go two? Mm-hmm. Not opening day. Yep, that's kind of what I'm feeling too. Lowry, unless Lowry has an awful camp and looks terrible for some reason, but I don't I don't see that happening. I don't think they'll bench. I, I think Dean Lowry will still be out there at the start of the season. Now, depending on how Lowry plays and how Wyatt plays, I think you might see, like, let's say the first, let's say opening day, Lowry plays, I don't know, 60-something percent of the snaps, and Wyatt plays maybe 38 to 40, somewhere, like a high 30% of the snaps. Mm-hmm. Maybe by week four, it's a little. They it, it goes a little closer, and then yeah. <laughs> after the bye week, whenever the bye week is, probably bye week's probably going to be week the week after they go to London, right? That's what they usually. Yeah, do. it's going to be early. If so, um, you know, I would think. I think by the end, you know, by the end of the year, Clark will still get the most snaps, but hopefully not nearly as much as he's gotten in the past. I think Lowry will still have the second most. But why it'll be a close third behind, you know, it'll be it'll be pretty mm-hmm. close between Lowry and Wyatt for who has second and third most snaps, and then Reed will get a lot of Reed will get some snaps as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's a fair fair assumption, just because obviously we want first round guys to contribute either way. Packers want he's that as well, like we said before too. He's twenty. He's not twenty one. He's twenty four. Yep, exactly. Well, he's he we, ready to play. Yep, but we've seen at least early on. Yeah, uh, that they'll they'll lean on that veteran presence and I think yeah. last year cornerback's a prime example of this, even with Kevin King's up and downs. Uh he was playing over Eric Stokes at least for those first few weeks in terms of snap counts anyway. Speaking of Kevin King, since you brought him up, I know that's not our topic tonight, but he hasn't signed with anybody yet. Yeah, I it's funny you mentioned this. I, I know where you're going. I had this thought recently. I'm just saying, and I'm I've been as critical as Kevin King as anyone, but if he's your fourth corner and you get him, I mean, at this point, he's only getting a one-year deal for minimum, mm-hmm. right, from anybody. Is it the worst signing in the world? <laughs> I I know a lot of Packer fans will get upset about that, but. Well, but, you're not asking him to be the one or two anymore. Right? Exactly. That's the thing. Because who's, who's the depth? It's uh, John Charles, who's a slot corner. And, and Nick. It's. Nixon and then Kbianento, who can't, who's Tony Key hasn't been able to make the roster yet. Exactly. So even with King's struggles as your fourth guy, there's value, a ton yeah. of value in that experience. And it was Yuri Jason that really liked the way he played that safety nickel role. Yeah, yeah, I thought he did to find some success in that role at the end of the year. I'm just saying, as a fourth, mm-hmm. if he's your fourth guy. How many how many teams have a fourth? And I, and I know Kevin King is taking a lot of heat here, and deservedly so at times. Mm-hmm. But is there a team in the league with a better fourth cornerback than Kevin King? I don't know if I, I can't. I mean, really. Mm-hmm. So I don't. You know, I don't know. I, I don't. I, I don't think I, it's going to happen. But he has. I don't signed. either. I'm kind of shocked no one has signed him. I don't think it'll happen either because I feel like it's one of those things where he just run his course here in Green yeah. Bay. But right when you started talking, because I was either <laughs> Wednesday or Tuesday, I had that thought, and I was like, "He's got experience and cornerbacks." Then knows the system; they know him. You know, yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, have him just in case. Want to, I mean, He may That's want to start somewhere else too. But again, he's not getting one. 
No one is. Mm-hmm. It's kind of amazing that a guy with his experience and I guess the injury history scares yeah. me as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as you mentioned earlier, a lot of Packers from last year's team, or not a lot, I should say, but there's three or four guys who played significant roles who didn't join the team till June. And it's going to be that way for you know every team across the NFL. There'll still be additions made. Now, I think, again, we're getting off our topic why, but we brought up secondary. The kid Nixon that they got from the Raiders. Now, mm-hmm. we all know he was brought here to play special teams because uh, Biasaccia loves them, and, 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 that, and that's great. When they need as many good special teams players as they can find. Um, but, you know, he did start some games for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. He, obviously, he, was, he wasn't great at it, but he he has experience. It's not like he's just a special teamer. He's, so he's your fourth corner, I think, right now, unless John Charles um, – but outside, I think he, he's the backup outside. Yeah. John Charles would, would be the backup in slot, I think. And and don't be surprised to see um, Savage play a little slot at times, too. I think that's certainly in play because I know Jair maybe ends the season with the most slot snaps, but it's going to be week to week for him. If, you know, if the best, if the, if the opponent's best receiver is a boundary receiver, it's where Jair is going to spend a lot of his time. And the only like, I'm using air quotes, everyone. True slot corner on the roster, other than him, if you even want to consider him that, is John Charles, second-year, fifth-round rookie with minimal experience. Obviously, that's not to say Stokes or Douglas couldn't find success there, but they haven't really played there. Well, I so, think it depends on who the matchups are. If it's mm-hmm. if your slot is a is a your best guy or a fast guy, yeah. you don't. Yeah, you want Alexander or Stokes on him. Mm-hmm. If it's a if the slot guy's a big, strong possession type, you want Razul. You don't want mm-hmm. Razul as much as I love him. His his weakness is he's not as, he's not nearly as fast as the other two guys. You right. don't want him covering a, a four four guy. You want him on the big strong guy. You can put mm-hmm. him on tight end sometimes. Yeah, I was just gonna say that you're playing the you're playing the Chiefs. Kelsey's in the slot. That Razul's on. Yep. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Um, but they don't – what I won't be to the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I agree with that. It's, it's going to be – I feel like sometimes we can pigeonhole players into spots, but that's just not the case. It's going to be week to week, and that secondary, the cornerback position, I should say specifically, it's going to it's gonna change just depending on who's across the field from them. So why – what getting back, so why it was your favorite pick? Yeah, he was. Just, Mine too. Like I said, if he if he can be that guy, which he certainly has the traits and pedigree to be, like I said, when you get a guy like that in the middle, when you already have a Kenny Clark, everybody on that defense benefits. Everybody. Oh yeah, I mean, just like that's I, I, that's what I say about Kenny Clark all the time is that mm-hmm. when why I think he's so good is he makes everybody else better. Dean Lowry plays so much better when Kenny Clark's yeah. out there and playing well. Mm-hmm. You know, when, and when Kenny's banged up then it kind of messes everything up because they're just not, they're not good enough to, I hate to say it that way, but they're mm-hmm. just, he makes them better, um, which is the ultimate compliment. I think to give a guy that he makes players around him better. So now why, why is this could be, it's going to be fun. The defense is going to be fun. I'm not going to mind. I'm not going to mind as much now when they win the toss. Yeah, I hate when they do that. I want, yeah, I, I know why they do a second half. On I, know. I want to get the ball and go down and score and take the lead. Well, now they might 
they might score on defense. <laughs> they yeah. might go down and get a, you know, get a defensive touchdown. Yeah, no, I agree. It's it's definitely going to be fun to watch. It's going to be, it's still Aaron Rodgers. It's still Matt Lafleur. But it, this this year's Packers team is going to have a different dynamic than the ones we've, that we've grown. Recently. And Joe, I guess Joe Barry was a pretty happy guy draft night. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. <laughs> I can imagine so, goodness. I, I can't imagine either that it's a coincidence that they hire a former linebacker coach and they take to be their coordinator, Campbell. Not that he couldn't have done it elsewhere, but becomes an all-pro. Packers yeah. then spend a first-round pick on the position. A lot of uncharacteristic Packers moves, you know, since, at least in that regard, since Barry's gotten here. I have to think that he's, you know, his his voice is being heard at least a little bit. Oh, absolutely. I mean, so they, and they might, yeah. And like you said, he he's getting the most out of his players. That's what I mean. Like I said, Campbell, we, we both like you loved him. I loved him. Yeah. I wanted him two years ago when he went from Atlanta to Arizona. You were all over him last year. I didn't realize he was up. Um, and we saw how what he did in that defense and became an all pro. And um yeah, it's it's like I said, the defense is gonna be it's gonna be fun. Now they now just let's just hope special teams got better. Yes. I think it did, but until I see it. Yeah, that's <laughs> well, the point I right think now. I'm pretty sure they'll have twelve men on the field all, all the time now. <laughs> Or not twelve, you know. They, they're yeah, not 11, yeah. Well, they can have twelve because they only had ten last year, right? So they can make up for it. <laughs> they get to carry over, right? <laughs> you know, any, out there most of the time. I, think, I hope. Any any final thoughts on Wyatt Mark, or did we cover everything? I think we covered. I'm just like I'm, I'm with you. It was my uh, and I and I liked most of the draft. I didn't like. I said that third day was incredible. Um, but yeah, if I had to say what pick I'm the most, I was most pleased with when it happened. Yeah, getting Wyatt at 28, I thought was great. Not just a great, a, a good pick for them, but for all the reasons we just said, but pretty good value. I didn't, I did not think he'd be there. Mm-hmm. Like if, if they would have taken Wyatt at 22 and, and Walker at 28, I would have still liked it. Mm-hmm, I, exactly. I thought, I think most people had Wyatt ahead of Walker, to be honest uh-huh. with you. Um, so yeah, I, it's, I, I mean, again, yeah, it's all, it's May, so everybody's, happy and optimistic yeah. <laughs> but we'll see in september but i think i think people are going to like what they see with with Devonta wyatt yeah i agree as well um so i know we referenced it earlier but this past or a few days ago over at packer report you had a scout's take on each of the draft picks not just yes. Devonte wyatt um and he referenced another article that's coming out yeah, coming today, later today what we just talked about just how when you're trying to figure out who the packers are going to take next year don't worry about ras or age look for the teams that did the power, a power five team would have that had a good year. <laughs> That's what they're taking a guy from. So Mark, Mark directed that article at me personally. No, 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 <laughs> <laughs> not just you as the whole no, world. No. I mean, and again, it wasn't, it was, it was made sense. What you, what everybody was saying that, yeah, they, mm-hmm. they don't do this. They don't do that. Well, the one thing they still do, the only thing that they've still done is they take guys from winning programs. Honestly, when those first picks came, 
when those two picks came in in round one, one of my first thoughts was, I'm not going to be able to talk about this in the next year because this is pretty much a, the last two drafts. A lot of that stuff is gone. <laughs> well, Stokes was kind of young. Yep, yep, that was right. But um, the Raz stuff in 2020, they bucked a little bit. Um, Amari Rogers, his size at receiver mm-hmm. was different. So there was, there's a few things. Again, there hasn't been anything consistent, but – Definitely, definitely well, breaking. What was Wyatt had it? Did Wyatt have a good RAS? Yeah, I think just about all their draft picks were like not just good, but like elite in terms oh, of their so athletic. They are still yep. that way. I guess the kid from South Carolina didn't. That was fifth. Yep, round. it was a little below. Yep, it was fifth round, and that's still that's a good pick too. I think. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, so and then uh, what was that? What do you have coming up on all the things that you do? Yes, so at Dairyland Express, I am going pick by pick, taking a look at the players. So I'm covering the need at the position, why they choose to address that position when they did, uh, the role that I'm you know, projecting, anticipating that the player will have, um, some of their college stats, some of the more important ones, I think. And then after that, I just uh, post a few of the uh, pre-draft reports for some analysts just for, just for a little different perspective. Uh, on those players. So I have those coming out at Dairyland Express. Did Quay Walker, did Devontae Wyatt. We'll get to Christian Watson here and then just tons of other stuff. We'll keep pumping out the content as we as we roll on here. But as always, Mark and I appreciate you tuning in. We'll be back next week, Thursday. Tune into the Packaday podcast every day. And until next time, friends, take care, stay safe. And as always, go pack go. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.